it's Saturday and I'm at my favorite spot. Any place in front of the camera to talk to people. They used to want to lock me up for talking to telephone poles, so they brought me indoors so I wouldn't get locked up. My family was worried about the shame. So, hey, the world's moving on, and uh, we had a real simple subject title, but it's not so simple. Uh, just calling it Step-by-Step Step is the subtitle, which is where we're at, because now that we finally got that uh, stimulus bill passed, and people are finding out what's in it, uh, our regular Joe is going to go out there on the road for at least a month, from what I understand, and he's going to make sure he's not going to hold pep rallies where they're going to punch people and I'll pay you legal expenses and, uh, you know, you got people wearing weird color hats. You'll see Americans of all types. Uh, knowing Joe Biden, you'll have a lot of town hall or walk in the streets or something. If you're going to have a street walker, it should be Joe. He's the right guy to walk your streets. So anyway, this bill is going to do a lot of things. He's going to explain it to people. And I've been surprised with some of the things that he had hidden in there. There's about $60 billion hidden in there of taking back some tax things that were given out during this retarded administration that was there before, giving out favors and stuff. So step by step, as the song goes, it was a very popular song, very upbeat. And that's really what Joe is doing. He's disregarding all the other crap and just saying, I've got a job to do, and I know what I need to do, and I know how I'm going to make sure everybody understands what's going on. So I'm applauding him. Uh, just as I applauded all the people who came out to vote, because you got to keep coming out to vote. We do not want to lose the start we have right now. And what you'll see happening, you're going to see everybody wanting to take credit for something. Remember, the public, 75% of them, even at least 59 to 60% of the Republicans polled like this bill. They want it. Not one Republican bothered to cross over to vote for it. So you understand where your government is. We don't want to let them gain any more in the midterms. If we like what's going on and we see what's going on, we have somebody who's taking care of business, making sure we get injected and we stop getting infected. I'd rather be injected than infected. Simple thing to remember. And Trump, he never talked up when he went to uh, the, uh, the base as president. He was seriously ill from everything I've been reading, some, some of the background that came out, when they gave him that cocktail that wasn't available to most people. He tried to make it like he was big and bad. He was almost dead. But unfortunately, they saved him. Uh, and then just before he left office, he and Melania made sure they got their vaccine. Didn't want anybody to know. After he tells everybody it's a hoax and his stuff is no good and blah, blah, blah. So we have a lot of work to do because we have a large part of the people who voted for him that still believe that this is all phony and this and that. We can't let them die in the streets and we do have to get them vaccinated. The good thing is Wherever they open up the vaccine, people are streaming in there to get it. We live in Florida, where I am. 
And DeSantis has been doing nasty things. He's trying to hide it. He provided vaccines when it first came out, before there was much of it, to a very high one or two zip codes with wealthy people who back him. So you need to keep this in your mind when we vote the next time around. <coughs> I think he's up again in 2022. We don't need a man who's a liar and plays favorites. So anyway, we're blessed this week. We've got our alter ego with us. So without any more interference by my voice, let me let you hear the nice voice of our alter ego. And let's see what she has in store for us today because the step-by-step -step is what we're going to be doing for the next few months because we're getting everything back in place. It isn't a one-day thing. We had a year before Biden took over the presidency of it getting messed up. And again, 500,000 plus people died. A few hundred thousand of them didn't have to. I'm still looking for that man to get brought into court for the right action. Anyway, alter ego. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Quite a few things to cover before we actually get into the agenda. Uh, first of all, if you remember, I always said we were going to have a word of the day. And these are words that I picked that in the old English or thousands of years ago were used in one way and are currently mean something else. So the word of the day is flux, F-L-U-X. I know what you're thinking. Oh, my God, because we say the word I'm in flux in disarray. But in the old days, the meaning of the word was diarrhea and dysentery. That dysentery, I'm sorry, dysentery. That's how the word was used. We've taken the word and changed the meaning completely. So remember the next time you use the word flux, that's what it really meant. So that's the word of the day. The word is in flux itself. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of state issues just so that we are in line with what's going on uh, before I get to my agenda items. This is not uh, part of what I put together. These were last-minute things because of things that happened yesterday. DeSantis signed a teacher pay raise in the state of Florida. And the raise was supposed to at least get teachers up to $47,500. By the way, Florida is the... Uh, it's at the bottom in terms of pay, 47th out of 50 states. That's where Florida is. But they make sure that every millionaire and billionaire can live here, not pay taxes, do whatever the hell they want to do, including uh, Mr. Trump. But what's interesting about this, remember, schools are funded in this country by property taxes and a lot of other things, unfortunately. So what he did was he got rid of these bonuses that, you know, thousands of teachers used to get here because you get one or two complaining that they didn't think it was fair. Took $300 million that would have gone for that and moved it over to the $500 million that he gave. Now, people, you need to stop getting excited about everything without understanding that he moved the money from one side of the ledger to the other, and then he left it to the um, school boards and the local uh, districts to decide 
how they were going to get to the 47.5. So I'm going to call out Palm Beach County because what Palm Beach County has decided to do is to make the 47.5 the salary for the next 14 years that teachers are working. 14 years they expect to not give any raises or anything to teachers. And Palm Beach County, by the way, is one of the richest county in the state of Florida. They have the money, so you tell me why they're doing that. So the money is supposedly allocated and they've got to figure out how they're going to get teachers to 47.5. If they don't want to give you the 47.5 right off the bat, they don't have to. So stop getting excited, educators. A lot of the reasons why we have problems here in Florida is because you had teachers who said, oh, teachers should not be tenured. We should not have unions. And then when we take, they took all of that away, you get upset because teachers are now working on year-to-year -year contracts. How ridiculous is that? A teacher needs time to hone their skills, learn their craft. But if every year I've got to wonder if I'm going to get a contract or not, how could I be effective? So voters, you need to stop listening to what wealthy people are telling you. You need to stop voting against your own damn interests. The problems we have today is directly directed to voters who are not paying attention or single-issue voters. And again, in simple understanding and economics, which most people get when it comes to this, if they give you a raise and a year one, that's it for the next 14 years. In a stable, not inflationary, but comfortable growing economy, you're going to have cost of living adjustments every year for those 14 years. So in essence, if they hold you at the 47.5, you're going to be losing ground year over year as you get down the road. So they played a game to make people feel happy. You got to really research the details behind what they're doing. Don't just say, thank you, Governor. You did us a wonderful favor. Just like the $15 an hour raise. Uh, and I feel Minimum. the messaging was incorrect with the Democrats. They allowed, once again, the Republican to make it sound like the 15 hour, 15. $15 an hour raise was going to be right away. It was going to be $11 the first year, $12 the next year. It was going to take four years before you got to $15. Where were you voters? You weren't out on the street. You weren't carrying signs. You weren't making phone calls. You weren't demanding anything. And the thing that bothers me about the voters and workers, you get upset over somebody earning a little bit of nothing, but you're okay with these major sporting teams that you, you the voter, in your re re respective states, you the voters turn around and you are okay with people getting $200 million to hit a ball or run a football or whatever, and you're paying for that because you pay for these billion dollar stadiums, not the owners of these teams, and you settle for, oh, it's gonna bring jobs. What jobs? People selling you uh, 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 soda and hot dog and whatever for a season, they don't make a lot of money. So you need to start rethinking how you look 
at a, 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 a people earning decently. And let me remind you, people earning $7, $8, $9, 10 hours, uh, $10 an hour, we the people have to subsidize them. Why? Because they don't make enough to pay their rent, to buy food, to take care of their children. So we got to give them welfare, subsidized housing, food stamps, Medicaid, all these other things. So stop fighting against giving people a decent wage. Start thinking about all those basketball players and football players and everybody you admire that you're okay with them making tons of money. Companies who advertise these sports when that money could be going in your pocket. So I just want to bring that up. Let me quickly say good morning. Uh, and just so everybody will understand, we have a lot of people we know who watch and send us greetings. They're not always on the screen, and they're always sending it in. But the ones who sign in that we know regularly, we always like to highlight. Casey Keith, good morning to you. Lisa Sarniak, and I hope I'm saying it the way you want it said. And then Mariska Burton, and then Mel B., and there are other ones who keep signing in during it. So if we don't get to your name, we appreciate all of you. So and Mel B, citizens must realize that representatives vote for their raises. That is true. Mariska, good morning. Lisa, good morning. Joe Biden is a good guy. I've always loved Joe Biden. I used to take the train in Princeton, New Jersey to go to work. That man was always on that Amtrak train, unlike the other prissy ones who are wealthy. He commuted every day to work, very down-to-earth guy. So for me, I had no issues with Joe Biden ever. So I want to talk about uh, the state of Alaska. Very interesting. Um, uh, it was brought to my attention how Alaska actually is one of the states that is way ahead of the vaccine rate. But they got special vaccine shipments way back in December. And they actually reached out to the native uh, 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 Indians of Alaska and allowed them to start uh, planning how to vaccinate their people. Because a lot of them remembered what happened in the Sp during the Spanish flu, where a lot of tribes in Alaska had been wiped out because of the disease. So the remote rural villages have been able to get the vaccine. The government has worked with them. The distribution is awesome. They're going by plane, by those dogs, by sleds, any kind of way to get the vaccine to their people. Very interesting what they have done. And because of the military presence, because of the military presence, um, they have been able to, to, um, actually distribute not only to our military people, but across the country. Uh, we were having some technical difficulties. I have no clue whether you heard anything I had to say, but I just want to bring up again, state of Alaska, one of the few states that have actually distributed their vaccine at an in interesting rate and have made sure that the native Alaskans have gotten their vaccines and they're doing it at a very, very fast rate. Let me just quickly give you a little bit of background. Alaskans are just like the American Indians. They came here, they, believe it or not, came with a certain amount of their own independence and the rest. And if you do your research, which I did as a kid, because I was interested in learning about it, 
The American Indians, and which again includes the Alaskans to a certain extent, they came from the same grouping. They actually formed congresses and councils and the rest of it. They knew how to put things together. So forgetting the obscenity of us spreading across the country and shoving them on reservations and screwing them all up, if you study them, they knew how to run their own government as a tribe, as a group, even when they worked together, which made them even stronger. I think one of the interesting thing was that they chose to not have the federal government make the decision of their distribution and instead have the tribal council make those determinations. So they've moved very quickly in vaccinating their people. So congratulations, Alaska and native Alaskans. I think that's wonderful that this the, has happened. And by the way, if you're ever out, I forget if it's Nevada or Arizona, there's a place called, you can look it up, Window Rock. It's a major tribal council, great building to view and see and learn about them. And one of the things that the state of Alaska decided to do was to get their shipments monthly as opposed to weekly so that they could plan and coordinate, making sure that delivery of the vaccine was not only happening to Alaskans, but able to plan out to the remote areas, rural areas, hard to get to areas, so that they would have enough. So I think, you know, everybody has a different way, but I think that makes a lot of sense in a way. You don't have issues with who should get what. You can plan, you can distribute, you can allocate. So that's how Alaska has done it. And quickly, Lisa points out again, something that happened a lot. Tom Brady got 950,000 under the stimulus plan. The stimulus plan of 2.2 trillion that Trump first put out was all put to the major banks that he dealt with before he released it, and they did it to the major customers that didn't need it even necessarily. The interesting thing that they're all now talking about with the $1.9 trillion that Joe Biden just got passed, and it's going to go on a road explaining to everybody, it's for the poor, middle class, and the rest, which is 85-90% of the country. We pay the bill. We'll always get into the economics of it when we go through it. Minimum wage doesn't hurt any millionaire or billionaire, and we shouldn't be stingy because we pay the bill one way or another, whether these people need assistance or whether they're paid decently. So just to go back to what you said, Lisa, I did a show here talking about the PPP loan and why a lot of small businesses are unable to really take advantage of it. Small business owners, whether it's one person, two person, you got a little restaurant, you got a little hair salon, you got whatever you have going on. They don't understand the mechanics of what it is to run a business from the perspective of filing their taxes and everything else that goes along with it. The problem with these programs is that they don't look at the fact that if I'm a small business owner, I may be one person. I don't have employees. I'm not filing paperwork for unemployment and medical and all these other things. So because I don't file those things, because frankly speaking, I don't have employees in that sense of the word, you cannot take advantage of the program at all. The banks are gonna reject you and the SBA is going to reject you. 
one of the things that need to happen is they need to start looking at how small businesses operate and either help them to understand that there are certain required filings that you have to do or not make it mandatory that you have to fill out all these things that are not applicable to you. It's not that the money is not there, it's that only the people who are savvy and understand how to run these businesses are going to be the ones that are going to get it. And of course, large corporations, people, uh, companies with 500 employees, they know what they need to do. They will always get the money. I have no clue how this quarterback got all this damn money. But hey, Kanye West got $5 million. Trump's attorney got $5 million. All these people got all this money for what I don't have a clue. We should get that money back and we should be forcing them to give it back because they didn't need it and they actually stole the money as far as I'm concerned. So I want to talk about the Texas, I'm sorry, Dundas John Dave. Tenure is very important. I agree with you. Mel B, Africans received COVID-19 vaccine and have been infected with a new strain of Ebola. I didn't, um, I didn't know about the new strain of Ebola, Mel B. I will take a look at that. Thank you for bringing that up. And let me just quickly say, because part of my background, I ran tax departments for a lot of my life, used to get questions, and I used to explain to people, we have a tax return that's one page, two sides, for 300 million people. If we put down separate things that answered to everybody, what would happen is we'd need 50 pages with your name on it. So you have to figure out where it fits. So let me give you a quick example. Just as my alter ego said, if you're a hairdresser or a barber, a veterinarian in a rural area that runs your own little place, or even a doctor in a rural area, you don't have employees, but you have expenses. You may have rents or other things that you have. So let's say you're not getting it in right now. You have to carefully look at these things because they build it for the general public and see what it is that you have to say not applicable, but what you can put in for. So don't just dismiss it if it doesn't have your name on it. Well, I will say this because I did a show here talking about the PPP loan. I did go into the bank. I did look at the paperwork. <sighs> go ahead and file, but I will tell you that they do require that you file the paperwork having to do with employees because the purpose of the PPP loan is to try to keep uh, workers working. What they don't understand is that you as the owner, you're a worker. You're just not paying out salary to yourself or to other individuals. They're uh, insisting that you've got three, four forms that if you don't fill it out, they're not going to approve you for the loan. Therein lies the problem with the way the program is being administered. And as a sole proprietor, really, the people who would be your employees are your vendors who supply you and you get your stuff from. So it's a little different. Bear with the form. Say not applicable if you don't have it, but work your way through it. I want to talk about uh, Texas utility in the Mexican vote. And you say, well, why do, why do you want to talk about the Mexican vote? Listen, I'm a Latina, and personally, I wish the Democrats would get off the immigration nonsense because they don't really understand uh, what's happening here, and they're taking it to a level that, in my, my, my view, I came here as an immigrant, 
legally had to pay and wait to get here. And you got a lot of Latinos who come from countries like mine, Central South America, who are used to dictators and they come here to America and they love a Trump. Why do they love a Trump? They love the braggadocious guy. They forgot that they left there to supposedly come for a better life. Then they come here like the Europeans do from the Eastern Bloc. They come here and they want to form the same exact type of government that they supposedly are running away from. Texas and the utility in the Mexican vote. You had Brazos file uh, for Chapter 11 bankruptcy during this issue that happened in Texas with the weather. $2.1 billion in bills is what they got from these electrical providers. They're a co-op, and if you know what a co-op is, a co-op in New York, they use it a lot when you're talking about condos and things like that. Everybody owns a piece of the building, and you really can't sell your share for anything that you want. It's a set amount, right? You are owning that. You're responsible for everything. So they decided that because they got this wonderful bill that their 1.5 million customers should not be responsible for paying it. So how do you restructure? You go ahead and file for bankruptcy. The state of Texas, Mexicans voted for Trump. You know why? Because the Republicans went out there and said, oh my God, if you vote for Biden, he's going to raise your energy bill. How idiotic are you? The state of Texas is not part of a national grid. They do their own thing. And now when you have this kind of problem, you got to deal with it, Texas, because you don't want to pay for anything, but it is not managed by the federal government. So it is amazing to me how people don't know how their state works, how their government works. They don't have a clue. Anybody could sell you a bill of goods and you go along with it. So just so you know, you had Mexicans voting for Trump because they didn't want their energy bill to go up. And guess what? You voted for Trump. Did he go there to fix your problem now with what's happening there with your bills and your lack of having a true structure of how, you know, you're going to get electricity or gas or anything else? Absolutely not. Yeah, and by the way, good morning to Aviation Wealth, one of the people who've been on our show. We, uh, we see you've signed on. And uh, again, we, uh, we're going to talk about how this applies to different people. And another thing with the cost of paying people, you're taking the $15 an hour. That's the high end, okay? We'll talk about it separately. I don't want to bore everybody. But let's say you were earning $10 an hour and they gave you a cost of living increase of 10% to bring you to $11 an hour. You pass that on to your customers who are used to the idea that everything they buy doesn't remain the same year after year after year. We're a society with the dynamics of supplying and dealing with each other, and that's how economics works. So we'll get into that separately sometime, Absol but good morning. Absolutely, and Aviation Wealth and everybody else that's out there <laughs> No company pays taxes. Let's be for real. I have, a, I have a company. You run all your expenses through your company, and whatever net net you have, which usually zeroes down, you're not paying anything. 
and, and the big corporations, trust me, they're passing it all on. You cannot continue to have this mentality of, oh my God, I have to pay somebody $11 an hour, but I want them to do everything and then wonder why these people cannot get ahead in life. I owned the company many years ago in New York. I was a designer. I had a, a, a small manufacturing company at the time. By the way, the uh, minimum wage wasn't even $7. It was like $5 or something an hour. And I believe in unions. And so I did speeches on, you know, buy the union label. I paid then $10 an hour to my employees. I wanted them to be loyal. I wanted them to take care of their families. I didn't need all the money myself. And it didn't make me go bankrupt. So, I mean, stop saying that. This is how these wealthy people keep not paying any taxes while you end up paying and you have a population of people who can barely make it. Do the calculation, seven times two, five, times eight, times five, times four, and figure out what that number comes up to. $15 an hour is just $31,000 a year, people. And then you gotta pay taxes on that. It's not that much money. Again, what you have to realize is as long as you're putting a good product or service and you build your cost, because as I've explained a million times, any business passes on all their costs, taxes or any other expense to their customers. The customers pay it. So if you're providing them with a good service, whether it's uniforms, uh, food, whatever your product or service, uh, it gets paid for. And you just want to run a business that they enjoy working with, that they can rely on, and that's how you build your business. And you'll get customers who'll come, well, I can buy this for 10 cents less over here. Go buy it. You know it's not the same quality. So you've got to understand how to deal with your customers too. Uh, Texas need to utilize green energy, solar, water, wind. Let me just say this. As a planner, as an economist, as a financial person, we cannot, with 300 plus million people in this country, turn off every plant that's not working properly in what we'd want to call a green economy and suddenly starve everybody out. In fact, because we're going to electric cars and charging stations, you're going to need the power grid and the, and the generators to put out more because you're not going to go to a gas station. So they're going to have to produce more electricity. So if you took off all the bad plants, without fixing them or working your way into it, there are other answers that I've been working on. It isn't as simple as just shut it off. Otherwise, people will be back in caves with candles. It's that simple, folks. We have to do it smart. I'm all for it. So just understand, we can't just shut it off. You'll have what's called economic dislocation, meaning people will suffer. So my next thing has to do with voting rights or at stake. What are we going to do about it, Democrats? There's a big case sitting in the Supreme Court brought by Arizona. Let me just say this, and I don't understand why attorneys and the voters are not saying this. If you want to do all this restriction, racist piece of crap Republicans sitting in the Senate, 
the House and state legislatures. Let's do it across all 50 states, including the damn states that Donald Trump won. He stole the election in 2016. We know that with, 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 with Russia and the fact that states like Florida and others who had been breached refused to give that information out because they all were in on the game. Democrats didn't storm the Capitol. They didn't do anything. They let it go. Here we are. If you feel that there is problems with voting, then do it for all 50 states, not just the states that you lost and predominantly in black communities. In the 1960s, blacks fought for voting rights and other rights that other groups enjoy because of what blacks did. And I get very sick and tired of blacks or Latinos saying the same bullshit. My vote doesn't count. You know what? If your vote didn't count, you'll still be picking cotton. If your vote didn't count, you wouldn't be able to go to certain schools. If your vote didn't count, you wouldn't have op certain opportunities. Is it still restrictive today? Absolutely. But it is your job to make sure that where we're at today should never have happened. The Supreme Court, because we got a black president, struck down the majority of the civil rights, voting rights that protected blacks in these damn southern states where they're always trying to find a reason to keep you from voting. And you went along with it, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, South Carolina. You went along with that because you didn't continue the fight. What do we do now if the Supreme Court allowed these idiots to win when they said in court that politics is a zero-sum game and it's all about winning? It has nothing to do with voting rights and the Republicans want to make sure that they win. This is what they said in court. And you got these justices sitting in the Supreme Court feeling that it's okay to have all these restrictions now. You can't mail in your ballots. You can't do X. You can't do Y. The state of Florida, you're going to need to uh, 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 register every year. All these other things. Why not everywhere in the country make it unified if you really feel that way, Republicans? Let me give you another way to look at this. The first black Supreme Court justice was Thurgood Marshall. Before he became a Supreme Court justice, he was a very bright attorney. But he was black. So when he went places, he had to be smarter than people, find a way to argue cases that they hadn't thought about before that they couldn't fight because it made sense. So let me throw this out to you. And by the way, as I keep saying, you know where I am. You can send questions to me wherever you live. This is our country. Feel free to get your local group of political action to call me. I'm going to say that if it were me and I'm somewhere and they're trying to take away all my voting rights on days off, souls to the polls, the rest of it, I'll get one of my Democratic representatives and I'll help them draft a piece of legislation. And it will say as follows, that I believe that anybody who donates over $10,000 to political campaigns does not need to vote because they've already bought representation. They're going to say, wait a minute, what do you say? Businesses, big businesses, 
get their money from us when we buy things. They use it to buy influence, sometimes the wrong influence. So the answer is you introduce a bill that says, well, anybody who can afford to put in 10,000 or more of political contributions should not get to vote because they're already influencing what's happening. And they're going to say, well, wait a minute, you're restricting. I'm not restricting it any more than you are, that you said I have to have the right voter ID. I have to come at the right hour. You're singling me out. I'm going to single you out. So I'm telling you, wherever you live, whatever the political groups is you could deal with, call me. I'll tell them what to draft. Let them laugh at the legislation. But it will be the exact opposite of what they're doing to the public. Absolutely. And Mel B., yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Mariska, so true. Lisa, thank you, Alter Igor. I worked in marketing for 35 years. I worked for a news company. When I started making money, they cut my pay. Said I was making too much money. Happened slot in my career. Corporations. And I will tell you, Lisa, I used to be in sale. I used to design office furniture. So I used to deal with Steelcase Stower Davis and out of Michigan and a lot of companies. The big sale that I made was <laughs> redesigning a library in New Jersey. And you know what they did? They called me in the office because I sold it at retail, not wholesale. <laughs> they couldn't believe I'd done that. And they didn't want to pay me my commission at what I should have been paid. They do this crap all the time, and people don't think about it. And you know it's difficult when you're in marketing or in sales to make money. And when you don't make money, you owe them money. So I agree with you. It's really, really uh, difficult. We're going to go for a commercial break, and then we'll be back because there's so much more to talk about. Are here. Maxit Services works with governmental officials and architects to ensure that your project's permitting, planning, and financing are correctly submitted so that your project comes in on time and in budget. So take it to the max. Maxit Services is your construction project needs on 8653. Hey, what's up, Chuck? You looking a bit frustrated. Is everything all right? No, man. My project just got pushed back four weeks. I'm having problems with zoning and variance issues. Oh, man, four weeks? That sucks. You should do what I did and take it to the max with Maxit Services, Inc. They offer services such as expediting permits, site planning, filing paperwork, a review of disaster recovery planning, and a host of other services that will help get your project up and running. So take it to the max. Maxit Services, Inc. 86. Thank you for tuning in to AE Equals MC Squared. Don't forget to follow us on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. And like, comment, and share this post that you guys are watching today. We definitely appreciate all of your support. If you want to be a guest on our show, send us an email at aeequalsmcsq at gmail.com. Or you can just hit us um, in the DMs by just hitting messages. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at AE equals MC squared. And you can also hit us, um, send us a message in there if you want to be a guest on our show. And as always, thank you for tuning in every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. We greatly appreciate, appreciate you. And now we are back with the host of our show. Mm -hmm.
any topic you want to hear about, anything you want more clarity about, just send us the information and we'll include it, okay? We don't have a problem with discussing anything. <clears throat> Let me just say what I started doing because we're now back on full internet. Uh, I had just said behind the scenes when something was going on that someone said in Arizona they've got a lot of solar farms, a lot of wind. Again, if you've seen when this thing happened in Texas that Texas is not on the grid, we have an east and west coast grid that covers both halves of the country by using our whole country where we can get better solar energy, better wind energy, and feeding into the grid. We're all going to share in it, and we're all going to share in subsidizing building those new things. So keep that in mind when you look at this happening. So I want to talk about education and politics. Nobody likes to talk about it, but it's true. And I'm specifically, and uh, viewers, please do not take this in the wrong way in what I'm going to say. I'm specifically speaking to black students who play football and basketball. You've got some fantastic, predominantly black colleges that you could be playing golf, football, baseball. The education is phenomenal. All these states, just like the University of Texas, whose wealthy donors decided they were going to stop sending money to the school because they didn't like that the players did not stand with the quarterback to listen to their Eyes of Texas song. They're calling everybody a cancel culture. It's interesting to me when you understand the history of America, what they did to slaves, what the southern states have done, and even some northern states, and I'll include New York in this, back in the day, they have forgotten, they want you to forget your history but they want to fly their Confederate flag and lie about history and restrict your right to vote. If I'm a parent of any of these kids, I would not send my children to play football for any of these damn universities who are making money off of you and the state that they're in is restricting your ability to vote. This is not a game, guys. This is your future. And if you don't start taking this seriously, you're going to end up nowhere. Fans, stop giving your money to these games. Don't go to the damn games. Because you know what? That's how blacks got the ability to ride in a school, in, in, in buses to go to school. They withheld their ridership because they had to give up their seats even though they were paying to ride the bus. And they had to go in the back of the bus or stand up so some white person could sit, right? When they said, I'm not taking the bus, those bus companies started hurting financially. They realized that the majority of money that corporations make, they make it from the working people, working poor, middle class, black, white, pink, or yellow, doesn't really matter. You complain about China, but you run to Walmart. You won't go to your you know, local store and shop. Whose fault is that? Is it China's fault? It's your fault. You have the money, and it's the corporation's fault who move stuff overseas, and it's the politics who allow them to do it because when they try to rein in these companies, 
They put commercials on and you get all upset. Oh my God, you're trying to tell companies what to do. No, we're trying to protect our tax base, but you're not thinking that way. So think about the University of Texas and a lot of these other universities where they're trying to restrict their players from having a voice and you're sending your kids to go and play in, in, in schools and in states where they're trying to keep your voice from even casting a vote. That's how you have to start thinking about the future, voters. And the other thing you want to do when you understand economics and how Rosa Parks and all the people who walk the work showed them that you need our money and you better treat us right. Same thing if you're in sports and they do all this drafting and stuff. So the big schools offer you gazillion dollars for signing up. And you say, hey, I want to get as much money to take care of my family and the rest of it. So let's say you went to a historic black college and you have your your attorney write up an agreement that you may get only a $5 million starting salary depending upon the sale of the TV rights and the rest of it. If you get a bunch of top players who go to a different school, that team is going to do better. They are going to be watched more. They will change what happens in that league and you will suddenly get more endorsements, more things, because you're going to be part of the games they want to see because you're the better players. That's what they pay to see. You can turn that talent into a change. So you don't get $50 million, you get $5 million. Don't tell me you can't live on $5 million. Again, you could structure it where any of the receipts of other advertising or other things that come to the school you get to participate in. You gotta change the way you draft your contract. Think Thurgood Marshall. Look at his history. He found other ways of making things happen. And let me just say this, the majority of players will never get to the pros. It's very, very few that get there. Get your education so that you can survive post-college and not being picked to go and play in some major sporting franchise. And parents, stop trying to live off your children because that's what happens. And I can say this in a lot of the black communities. They look at their children as a ticket out of their situation and they don't care. You need to care because your child will not be able to vote. They will not have opportunities if the Republicans continue down the path, we will be back to prior to the antebellum period. And trust me, they would love nothing better than to keep you and put you back in an enslaved position. You don't want that. We fought too hard to get here. So please, next thing I wanna talk about is something that is very dear to me because I take care of an aunt who has Alzheimer's and cancer very difficult to get any kind of financial support, very expensive, she's cared for at home. In the state of Florida, they have what they call these guardianships. They appoint them, especially if you're old, you don't have family or your family doesn't wanna be bothered with you. It is not free, it costs a lot. A lot of these guardians spend your money and they don't even do your job. 
This woman here, they put her under the guardianship of this wonderful woman called Fearless. The lady to the right, who's under investigation, by the way. They had been... The redhead with the smile. Absolutely. They had filed complaints about her for years. The judges did nothing. They just let her continue doing whatever the heck she wanted to do. And it happens in Florida. The governor does nothing. There was a scandal two years ago about it. Then we heard nothing more. You gotta think about what you're doing for your elderly loved ones. And I understand it's difficult. Look, it's hard for me. I'm tired sometimes. There's a lot of fighting that you do with Medicare and, and, and services and, and all the things that they need and spending money for care. You can't get anything. But the abuse at the hands of these guardians that are assigned at the state level and the judges are not paying attention is really, really sad. And this goes back to 2016 with this lady. So I just want to bring that up if you're in the state of Florida or any state. Keep an eye on what the guardians are doing with your loved ones. I know sometimes you, you just can't take care of them and you can't put them in a nursing home because nursing homes, the worst nursing home in the state of Florida, and I've gone to many, cost eight to $10,000 and I wouldn't put my enemy in any of those. It's so despicable the way these people are treated, these workers aren't paid a lot of money here. We go back to the $15 an hour. They're paid seven, eight, nine dollars an hour. The family walks away and they've got to do all this work and they don't do it. They're not nurses. They're CNAs. Some of them are not even CNAs. The buildings are falling apart. It's despicable. So start thinking about that when you're thinking about taxes. Pay the money, people. I don't mind paying taxes. I want the police, the fire, teacher. I want good streets. I want good drinking water. I want my garbage to be picked up. I want nursing homes to be properly managed and people paid appropriately. So you gotta start looking at it this way. Every time you vote for tax cuts, you're getting nothing. The wealthy are getting it. Look at what Mitch McConnell just recently did. Have the mitigating gall that he now wants to make the estate tax. Get rid of it permanently. He didn't want you to have a meal, didn't want you to have a roof over your head because you're a working person, but golly, Mr. Bases, Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and his wife don't need to pay any taxes now. And that's what he introduced. You gotta think of the optics. Think of the optics that they're putting out there. And if you work hard, like most people do, and if you get to save a little bit because you know you might need it or when you retire or whatever, don't think of it as too little. Think of it if you have a union or a group that represents you where you work or other counselors that are available to you or people you trust that you could work with social workers if you know them, they can often direct you to someone who will tell you to put a simple legal device in place so that if you got sick and you were older, you won't get someone like that woman that the alter ego showed you who will just pick up your stuff because she'll decide she's going to be your guardian because you didn't appoint anyone. So you have to think a little bit ahead 
It's not a lot of crazy paperwork. You don't need millions to do it, but it's important that you're sure that you know who's going to handle it. I'm putting up uh, states. I want you guys to look at this. These are the states that are now deciding they're going to restrict your right to vote, black people, poor people, uh, and that includes white people. That's <laughs> right. Because every time they put something out there, white people, you think it's not impacting you unless they have a separate list with your name, it impacts you. Working people, Latin, Asians, I don't care what the hell you are. A voting right is a voting right. And they've decided to make up this crap about fraud and fake. Everything is fake when they tell you it's right. But when you counter, it's wrong. They're restricting voting rights. Florida, <laughs> uh, Georgia, Alabama, Arizona, Wisconsin, Texas. I mean, I'm just naming a few states. Pay attention, people. It impacts all of us. Republicans are unable to win at anything unless they cheat and they lie. They make up stories. While Trump was in office, when they had the midterm elections, the few fraud cases they found, guess what? They were all Republicans. Right here in the state of Florida, a black man married to a white woman, he's a Republican, and since Trump said that the votes are rigged and all these other things, the wife died. You know what the asshole did? He decided he was going to vote for his wife. I'm so happy he's sitting in jail right now because they caught the fact that the wife was dead for several years <laughs> and he tried to vote, literally, to, so he could prove what Donald Trump was saying. Did Donald Trump get you out of jail, sir? Was it worth it? But you didn't look at the fact that was a lot of Republicans who were pulling that crap, including in Trump's administration. Stop listening to people lying to you. Stop it. Mariska, I haven't prepared my aftercare, but my father is taken care of. I'm lucky in that he doesn't want to move to America. And where I am originally from, family cares for family. That's correct. Let me just quickly say, Mariska brings up an interesting point. What people don't think about when I say plan ahead, a lot of people come from someplace else. You don't always give up your citizenship, even if you get citizenship here. So before you become unable to move, but you're retired or you're done, fold up your tent, get yourself a ticket, go back to your country, spend your time on the beach, relax, eat the food you love, you worked hard. Put yourself back in that environment where maybe they have care that they're going to watch you and you have family that will look after you rather than staying here. You came here, you worked, you made your money, go back. It's that simple in some cases. And I got to tell you, we sent my aunt back to Panama who had Alzheimer's. She was here. She was not legal. She came for a vacation. We didn't know that she had Alzheimer's at the time, and it was very difficult. Let me tell you, in my country, uh, family members are not allowed to disregard their elderly. You must take care of them. You cannot just walk away. And the doctors come and visit the patients every day. The nurses come to visit. They make sure that all the supplies that they need are taken care of. And she lived a great life. Her retirement pay, 
in a beautiful home that was just for individuals like her, you are only allowed two or three at a time. She could not have had that quality of life here because it's too expensive and nobody really cares. So if you can be in your country or whatever country you come from, I highly encourage that because just like education here, we vilify teachers, we speak ill of them, and they're the ones that are educating your children and you do not want to pay them and you don't want to respect them. Very sad. Want to talk about the uh, HR1 that the House passed. Three minutes. People pay attention. It is very important. This bill, I hope, gets through the Senate where we can stop some of the nonsense that these Republicans are doing across the country. Please go read the bill. Very, very important. And kudos to Biden on the 1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. It's so much in there for schools, for states, for hospitals, for vaccine, for housing. Oh my God, is it possible that we're actually getting things that are for Americans and not for Kanye West and Trump and his family and Mr. Bezos and the Koch brothers who are always making sure they're ruining everything across the country with the legislations that they put forward and all these uh, multi-millionaires who are not doing anything but taking our money. Kudos to him. Kudos and Democrats, liberals, independents. You need to stick together. You need to have a voice, one voice. You need to be writing letters. You need to do it all. Pressure, pressure, pressure these Republican senators. If you're in a state where your senators are Republican, they're supposed to be representing the whole state. Pressure them to make sure they do the right thing. Rick Scott in the state of Florida had the nerve yesterday to come out and say that DeSantis, who's stealing anyway these vaccines for his wealthy people, should take nothing from the federal government. He should turn it back. This is the, the most corrupt individual in the state of Florida called Rick Scott. $800 million he stole, and yet he's the senator and became governor of Florida. Don't forget what these guys are doing. And they want to keep you dependent upon what they do for you, which is nothing, while you live here. So take what's coming. It's something we put the money in the federal government for that is now being distributed to Americans as needed in general. Nothing is perfect, but it'll stimulate the economy, help you live in everything else. So please, participate in what's going on. Wear your masks, because by May 1st, when they say they're going to have enough vaccine for every adult, meaning anybody over 18, I hope when we hit that date, we have almost 200 million people vaccinated. So yes, you wear your mask, but we're almost there. That's why he said July 4th, you should be able to celebrate your freedom and independence from this pandemic where we had to suffer and die for a year with a worthless leader. One more thing, we're getting ready to end the show. Midterms elections are coming up. Democrats, please, please start working on making sure Warnock gets reelected in Georgia, that we retain our seat in, in the House 
and the Senate, get involved. Do not think because we won that, you know, everything is okay. We didn't win by large margins in the Senate. We lost seats in the House. So thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Signing off. Have a great weekend, folks.